Hey there. This is Rachel Lee. And Robin May. And this is The Problem with Perfect, the podcast for people who want to be freed from the joy-sucking, energy-taking, and judgment-clouding quest of perfectionism. We may be separated by more than two decades in age. But we are united for our passion for this, The Problem with Perfect. We'll be sharing our own struggles and interviewing experts on how to be authentically imperfect. Because let's be real, who wants to be around someone who's perfect anyway? Together, we can transform our thinking and let go of those thoughts that say we have to be it all and have it all to be worthy. So pull up a chair and have a seat. There's always a place for you at our table. Welcome back to another episode of The Problem with Perfect. We are live from the loft. Hey, Robin. Hey, it is good to be back. We are really officially live together today. Yes, I always love when we're together. And there's a special reason why you are here in my loft right now. Yes. Do you want to tell our listeners? Yes, because if you aren't in Kansas City or if you don't know, once a month, Rachel and I are on the Fox 4 morning show talking about our podcast and things that you can learn from our podcast. Yes, and so... So they're almost like, you know how we have our R&R segments? They're almost like a mini R&R segment because right. they're usually around <laughs> three or four minutes. So we, we love to talk, as you all know, yeah. but we can't really dive in deep into things. But it is definitely a fun opportunity, and we love doing that every month. Yes. It's really interesting because you're right. We love to talk. And so the R&Rs, if you're not listening to those, those come out on Fridays, and they're short, like 10 minutes-ish. Yeah. uh, Which is always hard to really, for me, to say what I want to say in 10 minutes. But somehow you edit it, and it works out. (laughs) Uh, But then to take that a step further and like, what are we going to say in three minutes? It's always, I think that's our biggest challenge and and our biggest stress is. Yeah. So as we're preparing for it, we're always like, yeah, you have to shorten that. We have to keep it to only two points. (laughs) We do love our words. So, so, uh, compared to being on Fox four, this is just a piece of cake. We just get to sit here and talk, which is so life giving, but we thought it would be fun to expand upon Mm -hmm. the segment that we did today for Fox four, which if you're listening to this on Tuesday, when this episode airs, we are recording this, um, the Wednesday before. So we're on the first Wednesday of every month. And we talked today about how to have amazing Zoom calls. So during our segment today on Fox 4, we were giving different tips for how to have better Zoom calls. And since now we're going to bring this to the podcast episode, we wanted to talk about something that really, I know I'm personally having a lot of conversations about when it comes to Zoom calls, and that is church and Zoom or keeping up your faith in Zoom. Mm -hmm. And I think as perfectionists and as Christians and as Christian perfectionists, sometimes (laughs) we want to, you know, we want to have the perfect faith or we want our faith Mm -hmm. to be doing well all the time. But for me personally, and for all the conversations that I've had with my friends and my family, what seems to be a common denominator, and I wonder listeners, if you ever feel this way too, is that your faith really is struggling in the time of Zoom. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we kind of want to talk about today. We just want to be a place where you can come and join in the conversation. 
I personally am struggling with this a lot, so I'm not going to have any answers, <laughs> but maybe Robin <laughs> will. But we just want to, you know, I think it's something that would be good for us to talk about. And if you are feeling this way, just know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a little different take than what we talked about today on Fox 4, but we're all about, you know, having the longer conversations on this podcast. <laughs> well, and it's just... A meaningful extension of that conversation is yes. that um, Zoom has become a part of, of our lives in every way, including church mm-hmm. and even those communities that nourish our faith, like small groups. Rachel, I remember back before the second week of March, mm-hmm. right? Before then. And I think maybe I had been on a Zoom call and it made me very nervous. And I remember getting some link in an email and uh-huh. thinking, oh, is this going to work? And I'm, so I really didn't know much about Zoom at all, right? And now it's like our whole world is really revolving yeah. around Zoom. I was uh, listening to a sermon on uh, on the way here this morning, and it was actually a sermon in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how all their small groups will be online this fall, which uh, I, I, like in Columbia, like we are in two small groups. And so one of them is meeting or trying to meet in person and the other one's going all all zoom as well. So yeah, like it is, it is here to stay and it's something that we need to grow comfortable with and let it become our friend. I'm curious. What do you think about doing small groups on zoom? Uh, well, I think they're better than nothing right now for me personally, I'm way more comfortable with an online group. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Just because I am really COVID sensitive. I'm sensitive about getting anything and bringing Mm -hmm. it home to Matthew because Mm -hmm. of his compromised immune system. And I think that there are a lot of people in situations like ours that we don't ever know about. So, Mm -hmm. you know, people my age that are caring for their older parents, people that uh, might have a long-term illness, like, you know, diabetes and things Mm -hmm. like that. So, so my comfort level is there with Zoom meetings. Having said that, I can't get excited about it. That's what I was going to say. It's so hard to find the motivation Mm -hmm. to want to go to a small group Zoom meeting. Yeah. Whereas I know in the past when I've had Zoom meeting Bible studies like in person, I look forward to it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I have Bible study tonight. I have my small group tonight. I'm really excited to go see all these girls. And it's fun to actually go there. It feels like you're doing something with your night. Whereas with Zoom, it's like, uh, I got to get on the Zoom call. It almost feels like another work meeting to me. It does. It does. I mean, and like I said, I think it's better than nothing, but I, I don't know how to get my my mind and my heart to a better place about those because they're so necessary, right? And if we're not in those communities where we're nurturing each other spiritually, where we're asking how we can pray for other people, where we can be, you know, really looking to Jesus and to our community, like then it you know, we're not doing, it's funny. I heard the other day that the only coasting life in life is downhill. Yeah, that's true. Right. And so uh, for me, and it sounds like for you, the whole zoom thing is, is something that's necessary. Well, I'm curious too. Do you feel, I know I'm asking you all these questions, but I, cause this is a conversation that I've had with a few of my friends now is, do you feel like your faith has, Hmm. increased Mm -hmm. while in this era of having to do church via Zoom and online? Or has it been more of like harder? Which I know you've had a lot of extra. So it's kind of like, well, 
Well, I would, I'm going to be honest. I think that without the crisis in our life, it would have been really, really easy mm-hmm. to let, let my, my spiritual life slide. Like, you yeah. know, just put it on coast. I think I'm putting on coast. Meanwhile, it's going downhill. That would be my, my guess. And I'll tell you why. I've already admitted that getting on Zoom small groups mm-hmm. excites me. And that's weird because I love these people. Mm-hmm. I love them, right? And I want to see them and I want to be connected with, to them and with them. So that's weird to me that, that I don't find, find it exciting or I yeah. don't want to go. I don't want to go. Um, the other thing is I do miss, I miss being there live to worship. Mm-hmm. I miss like raising my hands if I want to raise my hands or singing without, you know, Tom and Matthew and Madison hearing me sing, you know, just yeah. that experience <laughs> of getting to lose yourself with the Lord, mm-hmm. which I don't get that watching online. Yeah. Uh, and I'll take it a step further is that there's been times where I'm like, Ugh. like if I don't watch now, I can watch later. Right. Yeah. And then later never comes. Yeah. And so that accountability and just that, no, this is what we do on Sunday morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is a slippery slope. Yeah. Does that resonate with the other people you're talking to? Oh, yeah. I think so far, a hundred percent of the conversations that I've had about this are people who say that it's been a lot harder to maintain their faith during this mm-hmm. time. And, uh, and I think, you know, I used to work at a church and I was helped a lot with the online stuff. And I think that it is such a great tool. And I'm so thankful that we have that right now during COVID Agreed. Yep. because imagine not having anything at all. But I remember back before COVID and all this happened, the pastors used to always say like, we want people to use it as a tool, but we don't want it to be like the main thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it is because there is something about gathering together as a community and actually worshiping together as a body of Christ that is so special that you don't necessarily get when you are just by yourself. Because sometimes it is like the conversations that you have on the drive home after church, yeah. or it's seeing people in the lobby and like checking yeah. in with them. Yeah. And like you said, I don't sing if I'm with other people and worship is kind of like, I, yeah. I applaud you for being able to do that. I can't, I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to sing. So I'm just like awkwardly watching it. <laughs> right. You right. know? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's so true for me personally with faith and zoom in the time of zoom, I think that just like everybody's situation is probably unique. I got here and started going to a church that I thought was, you know, fine, but I didn't really love it. And so I was starting to kind of explore different church options and that's when everything shut down. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't already have like an established community yeah. at all. And so for me, it's been like just a hard stop. And I oh. went from church being like literally all consuming in my life to yeah. having it be not really anything necessarily Mm -hmm. besides I still tune in to the crossing and watch their sermons probably most of the time. And then maybe a few other churches in Kansas city, but yeah, it's been very interesting. I think to, to have that transition and how it really affects our faith. Yeah. And as you were talking, I thought, man, it would be interesting to know 
if there are people out there that didn't have this habit of going, going to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. um, but yet there is this feeling in the world that things are very fragile and vulnerable, which I think lends people to want to dig deeper and find more meaning and security in life. Mm-hmm. So for those people that are seeking something and they don't have a habit of going to church, are they more likely now to watch church online because everybody's doing it? Mm-hmm. I don't know if, I mean, with my friends that I have who aren't Christians, I don't think that they are seeking that out at all. But I would say that we have seen a rise in like drinking alcohol more, mm. gaining more weight, which like I am guilty of both of those things. I've probably drank more alcohol during COVID than because there's nothing else to do. It's like, all right, I'm off work. I guess I'll have five glasses of wine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I so I don't say that with any judgment whatsoever because I'm the same way. And then again, with community and church, for me personally, which we were talking about a little earlier off the record or whatever, I have figured out, realized recently that I do the best working out physically, taking care of myself Mm -hmm. when I'm in community, even if that's one other gym partner or group fitness classes. And so I think that it's just with COVID so easy to take up all those negative Mm -hmm. habits. And instead of being like, Oh, I can take this time to really do quiet time or be in the word more that somehow gets pushed. And for me, it's so much easier to take up those negative habits. instead. Yeah. Well, I think it's just easy when we're not constantly fixing our eyes on the author and the perfecter of our faith, Mm -hmm. like then we are coasting and we are, typically going downhill, whether we won't think we are or notice we are. And it's oftentimes not intentional. It's just happening. So the other thing that I want to talk to you about when it comes to like doing zoom stuff and taking up these bad habits and Mm. your faith and everything is, do you feel like you have had an increase of anxiety and I feel like all these questions are (laughs) skewed because it's like, Oh, well done. Uh, So I kind of feel bad, but yeah. Uh Uh, interestingly enough, given everything, mm-hmm. I, I would say for the most part, no. Mm-hmm. And, and that is one thing that I have so loved about this time is that like my corporate worship and my small group nourishment, because those things go hand to get, hand in hand yeah. together, have been lacking. Uh, but on the personal side, just the commitment of just sitting and being with God has, has heightened because I was so needy. Like, you know, I just literally had to wake up every day and go, okay, I have to be with you, Lord. You have to fill my cup because this situation of Matt's cancer is just so exhausting Mm -hmm. and all consuming. Like there just, for me, kind of wasn't an option other than just sitting with God and and letting him pour, pour into me. Yeah. Did you feel like you felt close to God or close to his presence or the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Well, it was interesting yesterday I was journaling and I was like so excited because it was my first day journaling in my new sunroom. That is exciting. Yeah. So the sunroom was sort of uh, created. And for those of you who don't know, so we started the construction 
process just before we had to pack up and leave our house, Mm -hmm. which was kind of awesome because we came home and it was almost done. You're like, hey, check this out. But the whole room for me was created for for interactions with, with Jesus, like mm-hmm. whether it's our small group that we lead that could, you know, just meet and congregate there, the patio outside connects to the room. Uh, I envision that, but also I envision Robin May Ministries, the, my writing, mm-hmm. the book, and just a special little time with God every day. And so I was so excited yesterday to just like, oh, look, I finally get to yeah. sit here in your presence. And so I, as I was journaling, I was reflecting on some of those really hard, hard days in that little apartment that we that we lived in here in, in Kansas City and just how God met me there every morning. And then when we moved to the bigger house on that back porch that I love, the screen in porch, like how God be, met me there every morning and how when I had my quiet time beside Matthew's bed in the hospital, how God met me there. Mm-hmm. And so I think that through this, these last six months, God's just saying like, I'm going to meet you wherever. Mm-hmm. I love you and I'm just excited to meet with you. And so it's just evidence of his grace and that he does like, I don't know why, but he wants to interact with me every day. Uh, that's sweet. Well, I'm the opposite, but that's good for you. <laughs> well, again, I think that we're all in different places in our lives. And I don't say that. I never want it to be like, hey, I have it all figured out. Uh, but I am really thankful and hopeful. And I pray about this every day. Like, Lord, just don't don't let me go. Don't let me go back to my old way of life where I think I've got it without you. And I think that in some ways, this whole life of quarantine, it's vulnerable. It makes us vulnerable. It makes us feel fragile. But yet we don't have to interact with people as much. So that way it feels a little safer. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can hide. I can do this. I'm not seeing anyone. You know, even the Zoom calls, you know, it's always alarming when people shut off their camera because they can. I know. I totally wonder about that. I feel mm-hmm. like if you shut your camera off, that means it's over. You're not really paying attention. You're not really engaging. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah. always an option. Yeah. And so uh, I, I think that for for me, my neediness for, for God and for the Lord to speak into my life and give me that calm has just been huge. Mm-hmm. But for some people who... Are, are like introverts and love being at home and whatever, like there may be even a less sense that, Hey, I got this today. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I've heard some introverts say that they feel like they're stuck at home and you would think they would love that, but there's also no place to go to be alone all the time because everybody's mm-hmm. always around if they have the family. Yep. Yep. Um, but I think for me personally and in the conversations that I've had with friends and family is that there is a lot of anxiety. And to me, it's like, I know that during this time, I have more time to be at home and to read about my Bible or like have a quiet time. But it just is like mm. exhausting to think about doing that. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm honest with myself, I'm like, I just feel like so anxious or I have more anxiety than normal. And for me, I know that a lot of times that is because I'm not really checking in with the spiritual element mm-hmm. and being able to read my Bible and like have that time to journal and reflect. Yeah, I I totally get it. And what I hear you saying is that, okay, I have time to be the perfect Christian here at home, reading my Bible and journaling and Mm -hmm. praying and I'm messing that up. 
Yeah. Right. And yeah. there's some sense of, oh, I'm never good enough. Right. That we performance based people who like our life to look perfect in all areas. It's just so easy then to look at that and go, well, I'm messing up that opportunity. I'm messing up that time. Mm. Well, and I also feel like we think about being Christians that we're always going to have this perfect faith or we're always going to feel super close to God or Mm -hmm. always going to feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, any fill in the blank of what you think it means to be this perfect Christian. And really it's a journey. It is a relationship and Mm -hmm. there's like ups and downs and things like that. And so I say that to encourage the listener whose faith maybe is struggling right now and who feels like they aren't feeling that peace or they're having more anxiety or it's hard to get in the Bible is like, yeah, that is a season and it's okay that you feel that way. Yeah. And hopefully we will get to the point where we're not having to do everything online or having to do Mm -hmm. everything on zoom, but we can like all come together again, but it's okay to be in that season. Yeah. I, I was reading something or listening to something this week about prayer Mm-hmm. And knowing that prayer, the prompting for prayer and the words for prayer um, are by the spirit mm-hmm. through the son. Like it's, you know, so that the spirit prompts us and the son, because of the son and his sacrifice on the cross is that we get access to God. So by the spirit, through the son, to the father. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been pondering that a lot. And so one of my prayers is just like Holy Spirit just prompt me like just you know give me the prompting stir my heart to, 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 ooh, stuttering there stir my heart to, to be drawn to you mm-hmm. and so I think if you're in that season and and you're feeling that disconnection uh, just maybe start there is mm-hmm. just that the, the spirit would prompt you so I also did something else that was kind of, for me, out of my comfort zone, Rachel, last week. Oh. That's kind of related to this. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that is that I asked someone for help. That is hard for you, but good for you. Woo. I know yeah. that's hard for you. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> and I asked this person who I really respect and I value, I asked her if she could just sit with me and, and process what I think God is speaking to me and what he's saying mm-hmm. to me, both in my prayer time and as I read the Bible. And I was so excited because she said yes. Mm, yeah, I know. I'm so happy for you too, because I feel like also if you are somebody who people look up to for faith and all of our listeners know by now that you have Robin May Ministries, which you share about your faith all the time, it's mm-hmm. so important for you to get ministered to as well. Yeah. Well, and I'm saying that because uh, it, it's, it does, it is vulnerable to mm-hmm. say, I don't have all the answers and I can't be everything to everyone, but it's true, right? Cause I'm not God and I need people and I need yeah. community. And so, um, I think what I'm most excited about is that I can have face-to-face community with her and I can feel very safe about it. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can't have the community of our 12 people in our small group or eight people, but maybe you can, you know, one person, one person for the semester, for the season say, can you and I go deeper and meet in a safe, in a safe way? Yeah. I love that idea. And I think anytime you're having 
one-on-one conversation. Like it's easy for it to get deeper because you feel like you're not Mm -hmm. having to share something personal with the whole group. Yes. And you're still getting that community. And just to know that you're not in it alone, Mm -hmm. even like I said, as I, the faith conversations I have had recently, it's like all of us saying we're struggling. Yeah. Even knowing that other people feel the same way and being in it with somebody else just feels so much better. Absolutely. You know, you're, you, you bring up a, a great point and that is about the relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you and I talk all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, but let's be honest, if we didn't have the problem with perfect or Rob May ministries, we yeah. probably wouldn't talk all the time. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Right. <laughs> because it's that common passion. It's that common task. It's that, yeah. uh, that accountability to this passion that we share Mm-hmm. Right. And so you think about that twofold. I think about that with God. Like if, if I'm not connected to, to him and his purposes mm. and what he would have for my life on a daily basis, it's so easy to get out of the habit of, yeah. of that conversation. Right. Yeah. And I think it happens without us even noticing it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, th- three or four days have gone by and you're like, crap, I haven't, I haven't really even spent any time even mm-hmm. in prayer or thought or whatever, you know, cause three or four days can go by really quickly. And so before you know it, the connection, like the connection that you and I might have, we would lose, we do lose that connection with God. Yeah. You just feel like you're not as close anymore. Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens slowly. It's not like the devil just uh, doesn't go to work and all of that because he does, right? Well, I think that's so true. And I love that you brought that up. That's a really good point. And you think about that even with your friends who mm-hmm. you used to be really close with. And now it's like, oh, we haven't got together yep. for a month. Where did the time go? Yep. I actually was just seeing that recently. And I was trying to get together with a friend. And the, when I reached out to her last was literally a month ago. I'm like, how has it been a month since we've talked? Right. It's just so easy to get out of the habit and then a month or two goes by and you're Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh now I feel so distant like what happened yep and you mourn that right because Mm -hmm. your life is richer and fuller with that relationship and the same is true I think with our spiritual life so it's it's funny that you said that because it is fun like you'll pick up your phone to text somebody and you're like oh my gosh May 24th was the last time you know the time stamp (laughs) on there like where did time go like Mm -hmm. you said uh, which is one reason I always date my journals. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and I do do that. I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I yeah. haven't in this long. Right. Yeah. W- which, yeah. No indictment here. There's no condemnation here. Yeah. But just that it is it is good to, like, have that some, some sort of accountability. Like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh. No well, wonder I'm anxious because it's been four days since I sat here and, you know, had my time with, with God. Well, I love that. And I think that those are all really good easy things that are doable to just get reconnected and you don't have to be on zoom for it necessarily. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a way to find community still during this time when things are still weird and you're still being safe about it. Right. And I think the fall is here. So everything fall is coming, like Mm -hmm. school is starting fall activities at some in some way or some level are starting. And so it is that new season that this could be a really good time for you just to sit and pause and to reevaluate. <sighs> like, how can I have this renewed commitment to my spiritual life and to my spiritual community, even though it really does look different right now? Hey friend. 
Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself. Mm